Traveling the Vortex. Side trip. Join the doctor as he opens a portal into a Christmas dimension where side trip number 41 lives. I'm Keith. I'm Sean. I'm Glenn. And Glenn lives there all the time. Yes, I do. It's a happy place. It is a happy place. Yeah, One we're doing a Mary. We're doing a uh, little special Christmas treat this week with a uh, special side trip. This is our uh, Christmas gift to you, the listener. And we are actually reviewing the subscriber short trip, The Christmas Dimension, that was offered by Big Finish. Um, I don't remember which, it's been so long ago, I'm not sure what story this actually came with, but... Uh, I knew at one point. It was December 2016, I can tell you that. Yeah. All right, Keith, you want to set us up? Power. Absolute power, okay. You want to give us a which little setup? Not yet. The Christmas Dimension. The Doctor's plans for a simple Christmas at Unit go awry as he, Liz, and Sergeant Benton have to spend the holiday investigating a portal to another dimension. Bum, bum, bum. I agree. This was, this a, was f- a lot of fun. It was a fun little story. And one of those ones that you kind of, it, it, it kind of warps your mind a little bit when you think about it, uh, especially when it comes to the, re- the, the, the resolution of it. And the kind of timey timey wiminess of it was kind of cleverly done. Uh, features yeah. the third Doctor, Liz and Benton, stuck at. Uh, well, I say stuck at. Uh, obviously, the Doctor and uh, uh, Liz don't have a problem <laughs> with working on Christmas, especially since Liz is a little uh, goes a little Charlie Brown on us, is and is jilted because. Uh, it's uh, too commercialized now, but <laughs> and then I think Benton's the only one that's probably regretting having to be there because he's the one that got stuck having to work on Christmas. Yeah. Um, it's kind of fun though that the doctor's uh, trying to make Christmas dinner with uh, <laughs> some sort of solar oven. Uh, I think he steams the um, sprouts some weird way as well. And some sort of laser for the cranberries. He uses yeah, a laser gun for the for the cranberries. So <laughs> it was neat. What'd you guys think? I like this a lot. I, I I really enjoyed, you know, all of those little Christmas touches and the investigation and then the reveal of oh that the doctor accidentally created this portal to a dimension and how they actually kind of went through and explained how Oh, what? Well, what about this? And why? Well, why was it snowy? And what was this giant creature? I thought all of that was really clever and really well done. My only complaint with it would be that it felt at times that Liz was written too much like Joe. I, I thought the same thing. In fact, there would be times that even listening to it and hearing the the narrator say Liz, it's still in my head, I kept picturing Joe because it was written so much like Joe. Yeah. Almost as if maybe it was, well, written for Joe, and then somewhere along the line they changed it. Could be. <laughs> so it felt like there was a lot of stuff that the doctor was explaining to Liz that he shouldn't have to. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I can't necessarily say that I would see Joe 
taking a helicopter into a portal. <laughs> um, not intentionally. No, no, that's anyway. that's probably actually. I think she would be. Would. Yeah, I think she would be a lot less cautious about something like that. I think Liz would be more along the lines of, "Do you think this is a good idea?" Although I can see also Liz seeing the scientific significance of doing something like that. And I don't know. So I can, I can kind of see it both ways now that you say that. Uh, yeah, I, I can see it kind of both ways. Um, I thought it was really kind of cool when I was talking about the timey-wimey nature of it. I thought it was really neat that it was kind of the effect before cause uh, yeah. idea where the doctor was doing things after in the little tiny you know, puncture hole that he realized happened. And he does that after the events have happened outside with the portal that's 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 outside and thought that was kind of a neat way to oh okay that's why this happens and oh that's why the that's why Beth uh, uh, Bessie got pulled up into the the portal because he was using the magnet later and it was only until he figured that out later that it occurs to him that oh that is the result of that and then turning that around in uh using the the fact that what she was the last thing she said about the blast of snow and the other the you know the other things that that keyed him into oh wait a minute i know what this is almost a little too late or actually it was a little too late because they do go into the the portal itself when he realizes yeah. it uh and then comes through later and he knows that it's going to happen because he knows that it's not instantaneous from that point of view so it was a really well constructed um effect before cause paradox too yeah a lot of times we get these in Doctor Who, and it's just kind of like, oh, how convenient. <laughs> and you kind of roll your eyes at it. But but this one, I did not get that uh, that sensation. Yeah. Well, a lot of times it was. The, it seems like those other ones are written as a get-out-of-jail-free as opposed to the, the crux of the story. Mm-hmm. And this, since this is the crux, I think he put a lot of time into thinking about how it would work and how to make it work cleverly. I Which agree with you have to appreciate that too, because a lot of times these little subscriber shorts can be just throwaway stories, you know, something to kind of tide the the uh, listener over, or a you know, kind of a little extra reward for those people that that subscribe, and they almost could be lazily written, but this one isn't. It's written really well for such a small. Uh, you know, confined content that, that, that he's working with. So, I yeah, I, I appreciated that. Well, and Christmas stories, in a way, have a tendency to be throwaways. And this one, for all of the ridiculousness that was going on in it, was light and fun and all the things that we kind of want in a Christmas movie. No, I, I agree, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although I don't ever really... Maybe I missed it. But I don't remember how he really resolved the hole in this guy, if they ever even addressed that. Now that you say that, I'm not sure that they did. <laughs> he he resolved how to get everything back, but you're right, yeah, he didn't. Because he got a nice big slab of turkey with it. Yeah. Yeah, well, because he put the piece of turkey from the sandwich <laughs> in, it was sandwich, already cooked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it came back in Bessie and... 
was their dinner. Which is a nice, a, a neat little bit of uh, of fun Christmas uh, element as well. No, it's a, it's a good story. I like these little subscriber shorts uh, just because they're, you know, short and concise. And if you just need a little something to to tide you over for a half hour or so, a lot of them are are pretty manageable just to sit down and listen to them in, in one little setting. Um, we we certainly don't do enough of these because most of the time we're trying to get through the, the main stories. Uh, so these yeah. kind of get put on the back burner, but it, it's kind of nice to drag one out every once in a while that, that works and, and having a Christmas story. I think there's a couple of them that are, that are Christmas related, but having this Christmas story was kind of nice uh, reason for us to, to pull it out and do something a little special with it. The portal was created by his laser. So I imagine when he turned it off, it oh, went away. Well, of course he reversed the polarity. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. To look behind the curtain. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. You don't look behind the curtain. <laughs> they even went so far as to describe the uh, phenomena of the fact that looking up at it, you could see into the dimension. But when they flew up over it, they couldn't see it from above, which I thought was yeah. kind of neat because it was a one-way portal. Well, it was two-way, but it was only one side of it going into another dimension. Although technically it wasn't going into another dimension, it was coming back into this one. But and the rationale for why the snow was coming out of it, the rationale for why it smelled like steamed um, uh, sprouts, which must be a Christmas thing over there. I did learn another thing about the UK. You know, they have pigs in a blanket at Christmas. It's a side dish, but huh. it's not. It's not. And pigs in a blanket like we do in the U.S. You know, pigs in a blanket, U.S., little tiny hot dogs wrapped with uh, biscuits or crescent rolls cooked. You've got, you know, a pig in a blanket. Over there, it is a certain type of sausage that's wrapped in bacon and baked in the oh. oven, cooked in the oven, which sounds amazing. And I'm going yeah. to be introducing that to my Christmas tradition every year just because it sounds amazing. Anyway, I got a little off I've track. Got some extra bacon. I'll have to go find that sausage. Yeah, there you go. And okay, I'll send you. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Uh, I'm I'm going to invoke the little known, seldom used. You have to do this on the podcast. <laughs> well, but that's not. Yeah, I guess it's UK related. It's not really Doctor Who related, but don't well, care. But <laughs> I guess if if I made pigs in a blanket and steamed. Um, uh, sprouts, maybe that would be enough to connect and I could do it on the podcast. Okay, I'll eat that, but I won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Sprouts fan. <laughs> uh, I don't mind them if they're cooked correctly. Sometimes they can be overcooked and then they get kind of... Uh... Well, bringing us back to this, anything else uh, you guys wanted to... Uh talk about in closing it was just like fun it was a lot of fun all right well we want to wish everybody a very merry christmas and thanks for listening to this little special uh side trip for you merry christmas Happy holidays merry christmas you have been listening to traveling the vortex doctor who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the bbc no infringement is intended or implied Direction point! Direction point! A Doctor Who Podcast Network.